Hey, hey, and welcome to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. So this week, once again, I have the fabulous man over here, Matthew. Welcome, Matthew Ferguson. How are you tonight? I'm well, Mel. Thank you very much again for having me. Well, all very well over here. Oh, I love having you on this show. And I'm going to tell you something. I've, we've mm-hmm. got You've got a few fans, my darling. <laughs> my auntie in particular wants to bottle your voice. She said, your voice is absolutely beautiful, my Look, auntie Lee. I've seen The Little Mermaid many a time. And whilst Ursula is one of my favourite uh, Disney um, villains, I know what happened to Ariel and it didn't work out very well for her. So my voice is mine, sorry. <laughs> well, we love your voice and I love having you Thank you, you so here. much. So tonight, guys, what we're going to do is Matthew and I have given each other the choice of two things that we have to decide. And you can't sit on the fence and get splinters on, you know, on your butt on this one. We actually have to pick one, whether we like either option or not, and explain why. Absolutely. So, Matthew, how about you? Let's go over to you and um, All right. you start. I thought that sounds like really simple, um, but I found quite divisive around my friends. Blue or green? Okay. Um, so, I actually looked this up and I'm looking at you. We're doing, we actually look at each other on FaceTime while we record yeah. on the app. We're so technologically advanced here. Oh, so advanced. We're kicking goals. So, I looked it up right? and it actually said the most popular colour in the world is blue. Yeah. The second favourite colours are red and green, followed by orange, brown and purple. Colour psychology says that green represents nature, healing, freshness and quality. Oh, I like that. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas blue actually represents trust, peace, loyalty and competence. Ooh. So I kind of had to look at it because these colours are not my favourite colours at all. Um, so right. I sort of wanted to look into it and try and work it out. And I kind of like... If I think about it, I think I'd go green, green for sure, yep. um, mainly because it makes my skin pop and blue just reminds me of middle-aged dads in suits and school uniforms on kids, <laughs> so I'm just like, I can't do blue. Yep. <laughs> but for the record, I will say one thing, I do have three favourite colours, yep. um, red, pink and black. I have red. Oh, with- you do look particularly fabulous in pink though, so. Really? Yeah, Tell like you again. and Fuchsia are just like made for each other. <laughs> I love it. Like, well, see, and listen to this, right? Because I was surprised. Like, I kind of think, I don't know, like red, obviously everyone talks about red being a really strong colour. Yep. Like red looks gorgeous on you tonight, by the way. I love it. Oh, your thank features. you. Yes, thank you. Love it. And what they said, red represents excitement, strength, love, energy. Yep. Pink represents compassion, sincerity, sophistication, and sweet. I like this. And black represents formality. Dramatic, sophistication, and security. I mean, to be fair, we both should be wearing a lot of black then if it's dramatic. We do, don't we? Yeah. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so they're my, they're, they're my answers to Matthew. Now, I've got a question for you, right? Yep. So my question to you is that, you, remember, you can only pick one. Yep. You can either choose to be celibate forever and have the hottest spot or... I think and. I remember you said it was me... and. What is that? Yeah, you're not at all. Great questions. I've got my questions. So it's be celibate forever and have the hottest body. What was the other bit? I can't Round think of my phone. As much sex as you like. Oh, shit. I forgot the best stuff. We're off to a fire cracking start. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why you got me involved to remind you of the questions. I did, right? <laughs> no, it's not. I got you because you're bloody fabulous. So, okay, yeah. See, this is it. Celibate forever 
and you have the hottest body you've ever had. Yeah. Or the body that you've got, the body that you get, the body that you always had, no matter what you've got, but you cannot have you can have great sex. What are you gonna get? Oh, I mean, we like I've already, I think uh, if listeners will go back to last year to the one of the podcasts that we did where I answered some questions about sex, um, stuff the good body. I'll just, I'll, just, um, I'll, you know, that's something I can fix myself. Um, uh, it's, it's the sex. I'll take the sex. Thanks. Definitely hands down. <laughs> I mean, good sex is good sex, um, and a good body. Most people I've had sex with who have a really great body have uh, either no personality or. Uh, I mean, how do you how would how would you put it in a country road to, in country practice terms? And to be a dud road. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely definitely wouldn't be going for the celibacy option. Um, hasn't worked for many a Catholic priest. Um, so gonna go for the um, the, the, the the dud body. Maybe yeah. the dad bod. I mean the dad bod's all in these days as well, so you know. Oh. But yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm actually one of those relatively lucky people, and um, that like, I don't have to work out very hard to maintain a relatively slim figure. Yeah. Um, I'm not a slim person, um, particularly, but it doesn't take much for me to keep in relative shape. Um, okay. I mean, the shape may not be a good one, but it's a shape nonetheless. You look great, um, by the way. Thanks, stuff. But um, yeah, so I'm not one that necessarily struggles with body issues, um, mm-hmm. and so it's probably not necessarily a fair question for me to answer. But you know, I, I think that, um, like I've, I've said before, um, everyone should be happy with their body as much as they can be. Nobody's happy with their body, you know. And I know some. I used to play uh, water polo with um, a gay water polo team, and some of the most incredible bodies you've seen, like just like incredible yet so many of them had really bad self-esteem issues um they felt they didn't look their body wasn't good enough they couldn't find a man because they were either too overweight or that their um, arms weren't big enough or the chest wasn't big enough or their bum wasn't big enough or whatever wasn't big enough you know and you know i would sit down with these people and they were so unhappy with themselves you know i'm like so at the end of the day what it taught me is that you've just got to stop and work out what makes you happy and you know be realistic about your body like i know i'm never gonna have abs because i like wine and bloody pasta um they're always gonna come in first i can tell you that um and i know that there are plenty of other people out there who like wine and pasta and they'll be willing to have sex with me so boom there we go <laughs> do you know what though i was honestly gunning myself was for the i'll go celibate forever and hot body but you've actually changed my mind where i'm like yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah. And given I'm 47, life's too short. That's right. Yeah. I mean, what okay. are you going to do with a hot body? Stare at yourself in the mirror? I already do anyway. Well, I mean, um, yeah, no. But... <laughs> so I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break and we'll come back for awesome. the next two questions. So stay tuned, everyone, and we're coming to you. Sounds great. See you soon. Well, you obviously, if you've come this far, you've heard the introduction, so I don't need to tell you what today's hello, podcast hello. is all about. 
<laughs> Unless you have Alzheimer's like I just showed Matthew trying to get into the body to rejog my memory with my question. Not once, but twice. So, Matthew, you go first. All right. Yes, so, um, what people may not know is how Mel and I met, and that was through working um, at the um, New South Wales Office of Sport, which most of our friends and family were like, independently, were like, you work for the where? So I said, say that again, sport? Um, I would like to to uh, defend my personal credentials, having been a member of both the um, uh, Sydney Swans and the uh, Western Sydney Giants, having played hockey, swimming and water polo in the past. So my sport credentials are actually quite high. Um, but however, uh, in, a, in a personal context, most people wouldn't put me down as a sporty person. Um, so my question to you, Mel, is art or sport? Oh, you know what? This is such an easy one to answer, can I just say. Um, first of all, in terms of Matthew's up sport, I once bumped into a very, very, very famous sportsman that everyone else knows apparently except for me because I thought he was a guy in my dating app that was staring at me in a cafe. (laughs) 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 He was staring at me and then he introduced himself to us in the line at the cafe when we used to work down at Sydney Olympic Park. Yeah. And I had no clue. And I looked at him and I thought, geez, he don't know. I thought, oh, actually, I do. Maybe he does look a bit familiar. So anyway, I started looking through my dating apps, wondering if he's a weirdo on there. But then I realized he was a bit older and he, he would have been filtered out anyway of the yeah. profiles that get presented. Because you're what that person. Until we got talking. And he told me he's on TV and all this other stuff. And anyway, I... Because at first I said to him, because he said, I, I looked at him, I said, oh, you look familiar. And he's like, hi, I'm blah, blah. I said, oh, the name sounds familiar. And I looked at oh, him and I said, God. are you? And I said, I said, oh, are you on dating apps? I'm just trying to work out whether you're some guy that's creeping me out for my dating app or whether. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, this guy's never laughed so much in the lineup at a cafe. Anyway, turns out everyone else in the state knows him. Mm. He's known worldwide. And um, yeah, I just had no clue. And then even when he told, and when he told me who was, said, "Oh, you've got no idea who it was, do you?" Even now, you've forgotten his name. No, no, I remember his name. I'm deliberately not saying it because I look so stupid. Yeah, go on. (laughs) I'll I'll write it for you. Oh, okay, write it down. I'll tell you. So, when we were at sport, I was um, trying to get in touch with the head of tennis Australia, and I kept calling and calling, and his PA said, "Oh my God, are you kidding me?" I had no clue who he was. I thought he was some guy on a dating app, right. like hassling me. Yeah. And because he kept smiling at me like a real. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 So I was trying to get in touch with the head of Tennis Australia. Finally got through his uh, personal assistant. I said, "Look, can I just speak to so and so?" And they went, "No." I went, "Oh, well, why?" Like I really do need to speak to him. And um, they went, "It's the Australian Open today." <laughs> and oh right so he might be a bit busy then doing tennis things on a big tennis tournament thing anyway, they're like yes yes he's busy today all right <laughs> so i'm gonna go into my answer so if look that question to me was like it was like asking me do i like picasso or shane warren do I like Frida or John Hopperwater? <laughs> yeah, fair. Do I like, like, am I a Leonardo da Vinci type of woman or an AFL type of woman with tight shorts and a mullet? I kind of looked at it and I thought, you know what, it's got to be art. I just think because for me, art, it's sexy, it's intelligent, it speaks a billion languages. Yeah. 
Plus, I know nothing about sport other than usually their wives are trying to get on TV or yeah. in a magazine or something. So, no, 100% art. I go art. Yeah, fair enough. Now, my question to you is Mercedes or Audi? Audi, 100% hands down Audi. I am a man of uh, simple refinement. Um, I like things to be, uh, I don't like to be ostentatious. I don't like to be over the top. Um, and um, when I, my, my ex-husband um, and I were living in London, um, we are moving back to Sydney um, and we were looking at getting a car and I was going to be working for the government. So I knew I'd be getting you know, a, a lease or a, something like that. I don't know. Um, unless room, I want it simple. He says, what does that mean? I said, I want a car that you drive down the street and no one notices you, but I want it inside to be gorgeous. So we ended up with a Volvo, which I love my Volvo. My, I've got a Volvo V40 and it's beautiful. Um, and he now, funnily enough, has an Audi and the Audi is gorgeous. Um, and so for me, the Audi, the Volvos, those sorts of cars, they have a nice simplicity about them that says, I'm luxurious, but I'm also not blingy. Um, and that for me, mm. the big thing is, is, is luxury without blinginess, without ostentatiousness. I must um, admit, I want a convertible Audi or Merc. That's what I want. Yeah, fair. I, I get sunburnt in like by looking at a picture book of a sun, and you know, so <laughs> um, a convertible is not a thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drew. I, I think what we need to let's go to the next question, and then we can take a break, and we'll go yeah, to the yeah. last question. What yep. do you think? Yeah, sounds All good. Right. Hit but me with your best shot. My my next question was, um, and I've kept mine to, to, to single words, right? The reason I have is to see what they elicit behind, like what are the words, what are that words actually elicit behind, you know, the meaning of each of the terms? Because they're quite simple so far, you know, art, sport, blue, green. Um, so this one is also quite simple. Um, but again, there's a lot of meaning behind either of them, coast or country. Okay, now I'm going to admit this was a hard one for me, right? Mm, me too. Um, well, cause only because like I think the country is beautiful, but I'm petrified of anything non-human in general. Um, oh, see, I'm more petrified of humans. <laughs> my, <laughs> my child brought a spider out this week, actually, and it was the size of a five, ten cent piece, and I screamed the whole apartment block down. Oh, see, I, when I was five, my grandfather, like, so he had a farm, and so yeah. it, you know, I had grew up on the in, in the country a little bit, um, and one time he. A snake crawled into one of the giant um, water um, bats that would were there to water the sheep. And at five, we ha I had to go in there and hold a mop on the snake's head so he could put it in a bag, which I mm -hmm. loved that stuff. Mm, can I just say I just felt indigestion? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, but but also um, I'm guessing there's heaps of wild animals in the country, and you know. Just the same, the same on the coast, blue ring octopus, sharks. Oh, yes, and we all know I got stung. Yeah, that's red. right. I still have the scab there. These snakes, we don't want to hear about the scabs. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, I hate you sometimes, but I love you. It's like a slap and a hug. <laughs> I just gave you one then. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say, you invited me. <laughs> but I love you too. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, well, I don't know, like, I... Uh, Look, I'm kind of, I don't know, like, a, a country, you know, I mean, who knows? I could become, like, Bear grills with tits in the country. I, I mean, could really yeah. nail it. I yeah, really could. You could yeah. You're out with the wild animals, and I'm not talking about the hot country guy, which is equivalent to a hot tradie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... Let me just say that not a grape has been grown on a beach. 
I don't know. But do you know what? But on the other hand, the coast is gorgeous. Like oh, the it war- is I, I love yeah. it. And it's the sea breeze. I mean, both, let's face it, the coast and country, both are great Instagram pick back It's a really hard one to pick, to be honest. I... The coast, I would feel safer. I would I would feel safe on the coast in, in, in the way of my worst nightmare would be I'm living on the country in a property, yeah. you know, washed my hair, I'm got my GHD out, I'm straightening my hair, and then the generator goes down. Fair That's enough. That's more likely to happen in the country. That well, it depends is, on where I you live in the coast. Place. Like, you know, there's some gorgeous parts of the country. Like, you know, I love places, places like Mudgee and Bathurst and Wagga and down like St. Tumut are just beautiful parts of the world, you know. And like, there's just something about them that, you know, is just absolutely stunning. Um, and they're like little, little um, inner city suburbs they that are, just actually. forgot they were in the country. I um, went to a place called Deniloquin and that was oh, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, like, down on Murray. Yeah, that was the like, Murray I should say. Well, see, I'm just thinking, like, look, normally I, I would honestly probably normally say coast because I'm look, I'm a water baby, but yeah. I'm kind of thinking if you get if you okay, if I look at it this way, you only live once, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. As long as the country, okay, this is a big condition. As long as the place in the country had some water bed that I could swim in, yeah, regularly, yeah, and it was clean, and I was guaranteed not to get any diarrhea or anything if the water went oh, in my mouth. Oh, now you're just asking for too much. <laughs> then I would say, I'd probably, look, it's just a really 50-50. I'd yeah. probably go country, but let's face it, you know, survival for me of the fittest is in the city anyway. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah. but I would do that. So I'm going to go to my question to you. Go for it. Eastern suburbs or lower North Shore? You have to live in one place, which is it? Um, I'd rather roll myself in broken glass and set myself on fire than do either. It's so intense on this one. Um, so intense. Yeah, no, I I, um, I just don't understand the question and therefore will not answer it. You um, have to! <laughs> pick one! One! I oh, pick one! Look, um, I grew up in Parramatta um, and have spent most of my adult life in the inner west. Um, the idea of living in the lower north, crossing the harbour bridge. I don't think that's what we're here for. and you said you thought it was lovely. Yeah, once, and that's an us. <laughs> you know, gosh. I visited all my four friends that lived on the North Shore that day. It was lovely. Um, so well, which one? You gotta pick one. Look, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know the areas well enough. The one thing about the North, Lower North Shore that I don't like, I'm not... And I know coast and country, but I picked one. I know. I'm getting there. You took about 10 hours to get there. I'm taking my 10 hours. <laughs> um, the Lower North Shore, the thing I don't like, quite like about the Lower North Shore is I feel like the roads go all over the place. So it's really hard to get in and out of. And I like getting around True. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the eastern suburbs I like um, because they're easy to get around-ish. And mm-hmm. what defines the eastern suburbs? Like, to me at the moment, like, you've got this sort of Alexandria, Waterloo, Zetland area, which I'm a high-rise liver, largely. Like, I live in high-rise apartments. Um, and, like, I'm on level five here, um, which is the high-rise for Newtown. Um, and there's high-rise there, and that's kind of the inner east. Um, and you're close to the beach, but then also you're close to the city, which is what I like. Um, but then I do love the views and the water of the north, the lower North Shore as well, like because that's just so beautiful, being so close to the water. So mm-hmm. it's a really hard choice, I think, um, at the moment, because uh, you and about two other people I know live on the lower North Shore, 
um, and most of my friends live in the inner west or inner east. Mm-hmm. I would probably go for the inner east. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm actually like, and I see your point because if you look at those areas you named in the inner east, yeah, they do of anything they do have that sort of urban-esque yeah, about it that's it you'll and that's what get, I love. you'll never get the urban-esque over here no, on the lower no. north shore and you get that, that beautiful i love that old you know like that sort of the 1920s water vibe that you have yeah. with the apartments and things like that mm-hmm. the two up two down sort of brick apartments similar to what you're yeah. you know like yeah. gorgeous apartments but i it's different a different vibe it's very suburban um, to it to an extent because like next to our houses and all that sort of stuff, which is beautiful and you're still so close to stuff. But I do love that urban grittiness of being next door to a factory or a you know a car wash or you know I don't know something like that. Oh yeah, and and I, and I think that's where it really does it does really come down to that personal sort of you know preference. Like I think for me, like I mean I I go and stay in a hotel occasionally at Potts Point because I yeah. like to get the urbanness and the vibe and the feel down at the McClay. But oh, yeah, like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, and, and, you know, like, I don't worry, I bargain the shit out of them for a good rate. Oh, that's what you do. But, but, you know. I like, like the businesswoman's I... special place. <laughs> yes, businesswoman. But, you know, like, I can get a room there with the Harbour View Bridge and everything else yeah. for $99 for the yes. one night, you know. So when I do that, they won't throw in the parking. I do argue with them about it, but, yep. you know, I've got yeah, to take Yeah, parking's my... worth 100 bucks a night as it is. Yeah, so i got to ta- take it. But, but I tell you what, yeah, and I get the urbanness. You see, for me, and I'd be like for you, you could probably come here for one night and love it. Yeah. But you need your vibe. And yeah, I'm that's right. So like, I could go over there and have one night. You know, sometimes I think, could I live there? For me, the pro- not the problem, but I think it's just raising children. I need less distractions absolutely. for them. Yeah, absolutely. So I stay over here where it's, it's that sort of mainstream type thing. And I look at that context of having kids and, you know, had if I, I mean, I don't have kids. I've got two dogs. There's a park across the road. It's fabulous for them. Um, uh, but if, you know, if you had kids, you know, I totally, I would totally be. It, the ants would totally be lower North Shore because it's got that chance for the kids to run around. It's got that fresh air. It's just beautiful. You know, a completely different context. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like you know, like if I didn't have children, oh guys, I would be like, who, who knows where? <laughs> but. Like, <laughs> We both choked on our drink just then together. <laughs> Jinx. Um, so anyway, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to take a break and we'll come back for the final hurrah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Back to the last part of the Single Mother's Galaxy pod- podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus, wow. Podcast tonight. Now, um, as you know, I've got the wonderful Matthew Ferguson. Hey, everyone. And Matthew is like, he's honestly, he always just, he, he has such a great um, fan club, believe it or not. I think <laughs> uh, he does. And um, it, it's because he's such a wonderful person. And it's also because, um, you know, he's so insightful. And apparently he has dulcet tones as well. Oh, do so, I? You do. Oh. So, please, we're going to do a game changer tonight, we've decided, just then during our little break. So, as you guys get a break, we get a break too and get to have a little chat in between because it's our little catch-up time. 
and we kind of so the next question um we had was basically one place is left at your dinner party with you and your closest friends and we had to pick two people that we would invite now we separated them at first and then we thought tonight let's throw all four together and combine them so i'll start with my two okay go for it to repeat myself <laughs> one place um you have one place left at your dinner party with you and your closest friends me to you do you invite donald trump or kim jong and your karl marx or margaret thatcher so where do we want to go why don't we bounce off each other this question let's just go free range like i'm yeah, all right. free range organic stuff lately um so look and you, you obviously know a lot about Karl Marx to put him forward. And, yeah, he, he, and he actually strikes me as someone that you would resonate quite well with. Mm. Um, so what? just to give you guys a bit of a background, um, he's a German philosopher, economist, historian, sociologist, political theorist, journalist and socialist uh, revolutionary. Um, I, lo- I did love his quote, last words are for fools who haven't said enough. I do love that. Absolutely. I love that. But um, I think, you know, the interesting fact I had about this guy is that in the 1917 Russian Revolution, which overthrew three centuries of uh, Tsarist rule, um, had its roots roots in the um, Marxist beliefs. So, you know, Lenin built his new government based on the interpretation of Marxist um, thought process. So he turned, so, you know, that was turning Karl Marx into an internationally famous figure um, more than 30 years after his death. Now that's that's pretty significant. Um, So that's a bit on Karl Marx. I'll just give you a little bit on Margaret Thatcher and then you can go with your two and then let's chat and who we choose. Let's do it. Um, So Margaret Thatcher, for those of you, would know she was the first female prime minister of britain um she was a controversial figurehead of conservative you know ideology during her time in office mags was elected as prime minister in 1979 now during her three terms she cut social welfare programs reduced trade union power and privatized certain industries now thatcher actually resigned in 1990 due to an unpopular policy and power struggles within her party she does have some quotes that i like there were three actually any woman who understands the problems of running a home will be nearer to understanding the problems of running a country i liked that one i do too yeah the other one i liked that she said is if you want something said ask a man if you want something done ask a woman now you know for me it was just look the reason why i like these things is because i'm going back to a time where women weren't really this forthright with their opinion if a woman said it now you'd be like listen that's a bit but this is going back to a time where you know women didn't really have that voice and that's right from memory margaret thatcher's first cabinet she was the only woman in it and she was leading the cabinet so yeah and that's what i mean like her so so i found her quotes quite Mm. like incredible for that time and i i like i liked this one I don't mind how much my ministers talk as long as they do what I say. And that's me with my kids. <laughs> that's me with anyone. <laughs> my staff, my family, my friends. 
<laughs> okay, so over to your turn, Look, Matthew. I mean, to be clear, you know my politics and my background. I'm I am fundamentally a Marxist, and um, because I believe in what he wrote, you know, I've, I've read the you know the manifesto, and I understand the concepts behind Marxism. I studied at a politic at, at university, um, and you know, a lot of people uh, confuse Marxism and communism for the same thing. Um, and they're, they're they're not. They're fundamentally different things. Communism is the um, is Marxism put into practice in some places, and like you know, you look at places like Cuba, which is still a communist state, um, and you know they have the lowest infant mortality in the world and one of the highest um, literacy rates in the world. Um, and you know that that, yeah. that is as a result of of a government that's directed under a concept led um, by theories that Marx put into place. Um, the reason I, I often will put Marx and Thatcher together is because they both had this fundamental idea that society needed to change fundamentally. Um, and, you know, Thatcher's uh, challenge was that she didn't have long enough to do the changes she wanted. I don't agree with the changes she wanted. I come from a Welsh background, as you know, Mel, and you know what Thatcher did to the miners and to the rail yards and to unions, which you know is largely the the main industries in Wales, really, really stuffed people up. Um, but she had an idea and she had this concept of what society should be like. And I would love to sit down with people like Marx, people like Thatcher, and go, so tell me what it was supposed to look like at the end. Like yeah. once you're done. Once you've put everything in place, once you've made the changes, tell me your utopia. Tell me your government. You know what? What did society look like once you'd finished? Because Thatcher never got to do that, and Marx never was a practitioner. He was a he was a, a philosopher. You know, exactly. he was a, you know, he sat down and he wrote. Mm. Um, and and I'd love to sit down with either of them to be honest and go, well, what what was it supposed to look like? How good was it supposed to be? And say to Marx. Look at China, Vietnam, the USSR, Cuba, places like that. Were any of those places what you imagined ever, or did they stuff it all up completely? Who would you Who would you actually choose? Like, uh, to be honest, like I, I just went with Margaret Thatcher on this. Like, I mean, I know you know Marx was an amazing man with the, you know and everything that he accomplished, yeah. but. For me, I think being a female and running a household and trying to make my way, I did resonate more with Margaret yeah, absolutely. So um, I think Margaret would have better dinner table um, etiquette as well. I think she'd be more polite <laughs> to dinner. You know, Sorry. she'd bring you a bottle of wine and some chocolates and, and a bunch of flowers, whereas Mark yeah. would be late, there'd be food in his beard. He probably wouldn't have washed his clothes. <laughs> so you can't do that shit in my house. No, yeah, I meant mine either. And you would at least need to bring a bottle of wine that matches one of the Despite courses. Despite the fact of being a brilliant man who has changed the world, that's you right. cannot yeah. turn up with food in your beard. You cannot. <laughs> but that's what I'd go. Now, now you had your two and that yeah. that i gave to you and so um so for matthew you you, you introduced it because i introduced yours yeah so, so yours were donald donald trump and kim jong-il mm -hmm. you um sorry i'm just trying to well as we know donald trump was the orange man that ran the united states for far too long um yes. and was married to um 
a, uh, a woman that got into a very unfortunate circumstance. She was just a gold digger that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. She certainly wasn't expecting pre-selection, that's for sure. Um, and Kim Jong-il, well, I mean, he was the hereditary um, uh, leader that is now in charge of North Korea. Mm. So, so you picked two for me, two equally brilliant people. Now, I chose to, for you two powerful people who are not overly brilliant. Now, I have to be careful if I don't get myself into trouble over this one. Right? But, yeah, you did. You picked, you picked morons. You picked I idiots. Did. But they're powerful morons. You know, and in, in a, you know, I, I think for me, in, in, in a society like this, you know, you kind of look at it and you're, and you're in that position where you go, wow, how are these people doing yeah. so much and how are they getting all these things done when realistically I could do a much better job oh, without absolutely. any training? So, you know, and, and I think like, I don't know, like I, I'm so interested to hear, you know, where you're, where, I don't know, I guess where you're going with, who did you choose and why? That's what I'd like to know. Look, I mean, I just, I pretended you didn't ask me the question at all and moved on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, look, I think, I think if I had to choose between the two, I would probably pick, um, probably pick Kim. Me too. Because I'm gutting Kim. At least, at least he's interesting, you know. But I want to know how he gets the propaganda stuff happens. I'm yeah. going to get out of my house. Yeah, I know. What um, do we do to keep all these, you know, stuff from the outside world that I don't need my little civilians learning? Yeah, that's right. And like, you know, um, I think Kim Jong Il is like an. I find North Korea fascinating, you know, and so do I. it comes off clearly off the back of my, you know, my interest in Marx and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think Donald Trump would bring anything to the conversation. I don't I think. I don't. You know, like, I think. I, I, but it was just, I kind of looked at it and I thought, let's pick two people. Yeah, no, it's really good, get a, a good combination. Job. But, you know, but, but Kim Jong, I tell you, I... I would love to go to North Korea. Yeah. I, would, I would love to go there. And that's why, like, as much as Kim Jong, you know, like, apparently he got a hole in one in a PGA tournament. Of course, of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> you know. According to what his newspapers yep. are saying. You know, but, but it's the He won the French Open and, you know, four, 15 goals at the uh, Tokyo Olympics and all the rest exactly. of that. Exactly. But, you know, but with him, it would just be so interesting because what I would want to know is how much him and his nearest and dearest well we all know he would know everything about the world but at what like how much has he practiced this with his nearest and dearest and that's the thing how much do they know about the world like part of me i was i was talking i think i was talking to you or or a friend i'm like you know maybe he only speaks english and maybe he doesn't know anything about north korea and maybe he knows everything about the world or maybe he knows everything about everything he's quite smart or that's what I mean. That's what I want to find out. Maybe he's he's got. Maybe he doesn't understand the propaganda machine that's behind him, um, and that spews out the propaganda to the North Koreans. You know, and it's just like, which one is it? Because, you know, if if you know the propaganda and he understands it, then he's part of that system. And if he doesn't know the propaganda, doesn't know that that system is there, then he's a puppet. Then he's a puppet. Yeah, and both that's are fascinating. And guys, I tell you what, I've just realised we have been chatting for a while tonight and um, I just want to say a huge thank you. Matthew and I will be back in the near future with some new brilliant material, I'm sure. I can't wait. 
that, you know, that's just our signature now. It is brilliant. Is, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Do you want I'm to be real or lad? Matthew Ferguson, brilliant. Like, well, what are we going to do? Like, okay, if you had to break up the word, do you want to be brill or do you want to be lads? Brilliant. Ooh, brill. I think brillo pads, which clean, and lads. I think of people who cycle and cheat and take drugs. So neither. <laughs> God, I love the way you break stuff down. Okay, <laughs> okay guys, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you so much, Matthew. No worries, Mel. Always me. glad to be here. Thank you I so much for having me. I always love you here. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful to have Matthew in my life. Matthew is my go-to guy. Like, I can ask Matthew. Likewise, Mel. It's always great. We're, we're always there for each other. It's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I asked Matthew some really interesting questions, hard-hitting questions, <laughs> in my personal life. <laughs> he really, he always gives me advice, and it's always direct. It's always straightforward, and I love him for it. So thank you, Matthew. But we won't talk about the questions that I asked him. So on that note, I'm going, and stay tuned, everyone. Bye.